Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! Yo, Adrian! I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah! TV. Nice! Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Thank you, Man Cave! That's right. <laughs> uh the you know the recent project that you were just in uh bosch legacy you know before we uh jump more into that i was doing some researching research on you i like your story so you, oh you, you got so you got psychology degree cosmetology acting am i missing anything is there something else that i might have missed in that uh uh i'm a business owner i'm my own yeah. business and i'm a mom it's a lot of hats. How do you, how do you, yeah, how do you do all this? And what made you get into acting from all this? Um, you know, to be honest, uh, my drive for having so many hats definitely comes from my mom. My mom is always like that. She's always trying to get this certificate and that certificate. I'm like, mom, sit down, like, you know? Um, so I think I got that drive from her. But uh, acting, I've been acting since I was four years old, actually. And it's just always been my thing. Um, I remember as a little girl, like, acting out scenes in front of a mirror and my mm. parents are, you know, both retired cops and that was not their scene at all. So I was really the driving force. Um, I remember being from New York, I'd be like, mom, you got to drive me down to the city. I got to go to auditions. And I'm like seven years old. And she's <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, call my agent, mom. They, they haven't called me in a long time. We got to do something. And she's like, God, this kid. <laughs> were, were you watching something that kind of like made you like, this is what I want to really get into. Honestly, my earliest memory I would have to say is uh, the Selena movie. Okay. I remember watching that and I thought, I mean, I was, I don't know, six or seven. And I literally thought that Jennifer Lopez was Selena. So I was like completely, it didn't even click that like who she was and stuff. But I was <laughs> so like enamored by her her talents. And to this day, she's one of my biggest idols, um, especially mm. her being Puerto Rican as well and from New York. So, um, and, and just also her, the way she carries herself and her business drive and all that. So I think one of those, I remember like, yeah, I want to do this and I want to be an entertainer and I want to be in the screen. And I mean, like I would say back then. <laughs> so how did the whole, like the psychology degree and the cosmetology, how did you like, what made you go through that phase too? Well, at the, I would say I was about graduating high school and I think there was a moment where it was like, you know, I grew up in the industry and I wanted to make mm. sure that I was, this is really what I want to do. Okay. This is for the long haul. I wanted to give myself the opportunity to try things out, to be a little more well-rounded. Um, I thought about other careers that could help my acting if I ever wanted to go back. So psychology mm. is so tied into acting. I mean, it was like taking an acting class and uh, cosmetology as well. I mean, being able, being, being a, a, a woman of color and having curly hair and stuff. And it was like, I really want to be represented well on the carpet, on screen and be able to kind of take care of myself. Yeah. So I got into those different things and um, I'm really glad that I did. I took a long break off um almost about six years and I got those I got the I worked in the industry in uh, cosmetology for about a year um I worked in a treatment center um out of a college and I gave myself that break and it really made me love acting so much more 
because I was like starting when I got back into it, I'd start from like ground zero, like all my connections gone. There was like back then there was no such thing as self tapes. So um, no, like I'm, I'm so lucky to be where I'm at and to be given that second chance to get back in, you know? Did I see you, did you do some commercials too? Yeah. Um, back then. Yeah. I did a lot of things. One of my biggest, my first thing when I was younger, um, I did a snuggles, uh, okay. commercial. really, really funny. I was terrified of the big bear <laughs> to the point where, like I told my mom, I was like, I can't do this, whatever. And she like, let me go under and notice that like, there was a guy moving them. And then I finally did the shoot, but that was one of my first jobs I ever booked. So wow. a lot of that. Um, and I continue to this day, I'm still doing commercials and stuff like mm. that. I think it's a whole different realm for acting, but it's also really fun and really profitable. So I love it. Yeah. I, I've had a guest on whether they love doing the commercials when they have like that break, say for a few months before they start filming again. They said it's like it's easy for them just to go in, do a day's worth of commercials, and then off to the next project. Right, exactly. Um, it, yeah, it's one full day. You get it out, you get it in, and a lot of the times it's not, um, you know, a lot of dialogue. It, it's mm. it's really fun. It's more of like kind of like a print job mixed with you know, and then you know, of course, it airing so many times, we get residuals and stuff. So that's really good for an actor. Right. So. You've done some cool projects that I noticed too. You've done like the guest star ER without a trace, uh, NCIS home economics. Like what's been like your favorite project you think? Oh my God. Um, not compared to what I've done recently, but back then I would say one of my biggest like pivotal shows in my life was ER. I mean, right. that was huge. Uh, my parents watched the show. Um, John Samos was on at the, uh, on the yeah. time. Okay, this is like, I was in like a teeny bopper at the time, right? So I'm like <laughs> 13 years old and I was playing a pregnant girl and homeless. Mm -hmm. So that was a really, really great for my career um, just to be able to um, embody that. But I had Shane West on one leg holding me up and John Stamos. <laughs> I was like dying inside. I was like, oh my God, this is the best day of my life. So I'd have to say for sure being on that show and guest starring there was huge for me. You were like um, Uncle Jesse right next to you, pretty much. <laughs> oh, my God. If I ever go to you, I'm like, you know that you held my leg up while I pretended to give birth? <laughs> we go way back. We're super close. <laughs> so your reason, one of your recent projects now is uh, Bosch Legacy. How excited were you to get this role? And uh, tell us about your audition. Um, It was amazing for me and like I was so humbled uh, especially having again my parents being NYPD officers yeah, um, they I remember just like getting on my first fitting and my dad like tearing up because he's like oh my god you look just like your mom because they you know, they met on the job yeah so it's crazy and um just getting some pointers from from them and then also Tim on set he was really really amazing he's a um, retired police officer who helped us every step of the way any questions we had um the, my audition for this, which was really um, funny, I was actually in Hawaii at the time on a family yeah. day that me and my fam do every year. And my, I was like, this is so funny, such an actor thing. Every, they say, every time you leave, that's when you book something. or uh, Always. Yeah. Always, right? So I'm like, no, this time I'm not even bringing my equipment. Like, I really want to enjoy this vacation. I told my agent, my agent calls me. She's like, 
Danielle, I know you're booked out, but this one is huge. I'm like, Sheila, come on. And she's like, just do it. So I had nothing. Like I literally had like, I think a blue t-shirt, a white background, no lighting, no nothing. Mm. Just did the audition. Um, didn't hear back actually. And um, they actually ended up calling me weeks later to jump in on a uh, callback situation for a different role. And that was the, what was offered to me was Paulina Calderon, but I originally didn't audition for Paulina. So it was really cool. Yeah. So this is a great lesson for actors. It's like, you think something's gone and then you have no idea dates moved. Um, They're holding you for a different role. You know what I mean? You just got to do your best and let it go, man. What is sometimes they look at you like, you know what? She might be a perfect fit for this role. Let's talk to her. Did they even ask you, like, are you interested in this role? How did that happen? Like, what do they say to you? They they called my agent. They were just like, we actually, um, we went a different way with the, with the role that she originally auditioned for, but we really loved her. We would want to know if she wants to jump in on this callback. Like we'll put her straight through the producers for this other one. And I remember it was like a 24 hour turnaround and he wanted me to do a tape and I had 24 hours to like learn the lines and do it. So I ended up doing it. And then they emailed my agents and were like, actually, we wanted to jump in on the live one. Forget the tape. And I'm like, what? (laughs) So I, I mean, listen, you got to do what you got to do. You think on your, you just, so I jumped in on the live one, uh, within 24 hours. And then a couple of days later heard back. Wow. So what was the description you were given for Paulina? And like, how did you just, like, how did you uh, prep to play her? How much info did you ask your parents for help for this character to play the police officer? Um, I, there wasn't a lot of description on Paulina. Um, I do know once I got to set, which was really awesome, is that there was an actor named, there is an actor named Paul Calderon and he was on the boss show. And um, the character was based on him. Okay. which I didn't know at the time, but then once, you know, he's also Puerto Rican and, and, and it was just so amazing. So his kind of way he carries himself is very much like Paulina. So thank mm-hmm. God that just ended up working out. But with my parents, um, they both gave two really different, um, different advice because coming from a, a, a male police officer and then my mom, who's yeah. only five, one Hispanic, you know, female police officer, she was like, you know, make it a point that, um, a lot of times when you get into situations, you get a lot more bees with honey. You know what I mean? And mm. just talking to them. And a lot of people just like want to be heard. And like, she's like, I've calmed down so many things. So I really kept that in mind that like, it's okay to have that sweeter side and listen um, and try to deescalate. And then with my dad, he was very, um, very adamant about the physical, the, the physicalities of it. Listen, yeah. the way you walk, you always don't want to be a large target. So I automatically as an actor thought you're walking in the room and you're like, you know, I'm a police officer, but he's like, no, actually that makes you a target. Let's say someone shoots you from like across from, you want to be as mm. small as possible. So you're always having your shoulders kind of hunched and you're always, if any situation you approach, you're always having your hand on your belt, you know, always looking around, seeing what's going on, always knowing where your partner is. I mean, those are things that like I had to learn going in. Uh, the normal Danielle, I'm like, la-di-da-di-da. <laughs> <laughs> in my own little Sounds world, so. and he's like, you better cut that out. <laughs> Any challenges playing this character? Um, The uniform is heavy, man. Yeah. And this is like a fake uniform. I've heard that it's actually even more heavy. That belt, my back was hurting. Um, mm. Those those uh boots are really really heavy 
um, again, you know, learning how to drive the car and um, approaching situations. It's kind of like I'm, I'm forming a whole different a lot of the times when you're an actor, it's like sometimes you bring yourself to it or whatever, or yeah. it's very close to you. This was really me playing someone. I had to kind of separate myself, which I'm normally very bubbly and talkative. I had to kind of, you know, focus on like the mannerisms and what she yeah. normally would do. What do you love about Paulina? Is there anything you would change? If you could change something about her, is there anything? Nah, man, I love her so much. She's so like badass and like mm. does not, is not taking no bull and um, really loves her job. Like really, you can tell like her heart in it and she really wants to do this for her. And um, especially, you know, in the, one of the first episodes um, when she's in the locker room with Maddie and she's like, listen, like you're just kind of giving her the ropes and like, you know, don't let yeah. these guys or whatever. And, you know, very like, don't mess with me, but like, I'm here to do my job. So, I mean, I think that's a great attitude to have. That's awesome. Now you have some seeds with Madison Lintz. Uh, how like describe that chemistry between you two? Um, that is my girl. Me and Maddie <laughs> are super close. Uh, Denise as well. We're like the three peas in a pod. If that mm. is like we go out for margaritas. Like I hang out with them all the time. They they are so welcoming. I remember walking into um the makeup trailer. Maddie's like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy to meet you!" And I was like, "What? I'm happy to meet wow. you!" Like. She's the nicest, nicest, uh, most, one of the most talented and humbled actors that I know, mm. for sure. I mean, she, she makes everyone feel welcomed. And I mean, the whole set's like that. I'm just, I'm super grateful to be a part of this cast, for sure. What was your, think your favorite moment on set? My favorite moment. There was one funny thing. <laughs> so, um, I didn't know that I was going to get, you know, shot. Yeah. So a lot of the times, I guess that was like the biggest joke. And I remember, um, I believe it was the showrunner. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna regret this later. I think it was, but I'm not too sure. Or it was the producer when he came up to me and he was like, "All right, it was nice knowing you." And I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> uh, there was another moment. Uh, so I'm really small and uh, Maddie's a little on the taller side and we have a lot of scenes together. So they have to apple box me, man. A lot of the times I'm like, I have to be on this little box just to look kind of normal. And um, it's actually really funny. There's a photo out there. I'm trying to find, it's like me and Maddie were like posing like this, but then like the whole photo is like stretched out and you can see them on an apple box. <laughs> is, is, is there anybody from the cast that you wish you had more scenes with? Yeah, I mean, um, all my scenes are pretty much with Maddie. So, yeah. you know, if I could, you know, be able to meet some of the, I mean, I've met them with yeah. like red carpets and stuff like that, but to have some scenes, you know, uh, some more scenes with Denise or, or you know, the other cast members, that'd be a Mimi, like, that'd be so cool. Yeah. So uh, now what's next for you now? Any other products you're allowed to tell us about that you're working on or you're about to have come out? Um. For me, um, right now, I am, what I can say is that you'll definitely see me doing a lot more roles that are very different from the next. So that's really my goal right now is to kind of diversify, you know, my career and try to really challenge myself and do different roles from, I mean, I did a Christmas movie last year and I, I want to be able to not be put in a box. Okay. Yeah, you know. Uh, I'm a mom out here. I'm a Latina out here, but like I can be in every role and I'm waiting for uh, Yellowstone to call me, you know, they want, you know what I mean? Yeah. A period piece. I love it. You know, yeah. I love what, to be on that. 
What's your dream role? What do you kind of what are you hoping for you could play someday? Um, definitely probably a period piece would be really okay. cool. I'd have to work on my English accent. It's not that great. <laughs> um, I'm obsessed with Yellowstone, especially going to Montana. I was like, oh my God, I'm dying to be on this show. Um, I'd also love to like be on a in narcos, that'd be so cool. Like mm. anything like super different from the next, I'm totally down. And hopefully, you know, very soon you'll see me on the the big screen and I'll be diving into some movies, which I think it would be probably the next step for me, which is going to be exciting. That's awesome. Uh, Danielle, lastly, how can the listeners and the viewers uh, find you on social media? I'm uh, on Instagram at Danielle Arquente. And also I just started a TikTok, guys. I'm not really that great. <laughs> I got some funny stuff on there. I don't know. Same at Danielle Arquente on TikTok. So follow me. Danielle, this was great. Uh, thank you for giving me a few minutes today. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Bye.